TUA in training oh, radio. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate. Oh. Yeah, if you if if any of you are not familiar with PUA, that is the art of being a ladies' man. PUA people usually tend to think that it's something like. I think that's burning. Oh, I think you put it on paper, and it's, it's now actually causing <laughs> fire. No, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> put that shit out. So okay, cool. fire hazard averted. But yes, uh, PUA is something. Close to my heart. Both <laughs> my hearts. We've been um we're in training right now. This is going in the archives as um AFC Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, um basically we're we're gonna document for the next like half an hour or maybe ten minutes. You'd be so lucky. Um and we're just gonna run through what what we're doing right now. So basically we've got my wingmans. As you can tell, we have been up all day making tunes. Doing our thing. I feel sorry for the Steve. Steve, mate, I'm sorry. <laughs> Steve, if you're listening. Poor Steve. <laughs> Steve, if you're listening. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to hell, so don't worry. <laughs> well, oh, mate, Steve. Can bro. you do that, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Steve. Oh, I don't want to start cussing. I'm actually going to start cussing. Oh, God. Yes. So let's start with the PUA. Talking through. What a PU is, I'm pretty sure some of them know, but for those who don't know, yeah, uh, the abbreviation PUA stands for Pick Up Artist. So, what is a pick up artist? It's someone that can pick up women, either well, mostly through their confidence and general skill, general, general, general skill conversation. It's so being able to to be a good conversationist to okay. so, um, seduce women. So is this like a, a, a sleazy kind of thing? or is oh, it? No, no, I mean, everyone needs to have a means to attract women so we can get with the opposite sex and to propagate. Basically... Because uh, everyone sort of needs to have children so that species can continue. This... PUA is just the science behind attraction. So okay. if you if you know how to attract someone, then you know how to then get into a relationship with them and then go on to be because uh, as, as we all know, not everyone is born with the natural the, the right chops. Well, everyone, everyone is able to acquire them, but some of some people have had a harder time because of situations or circumstances. Or just bad, like, upbringing. Not, not blaming the parents. No. I'm pretty sure they've tried their best, but I'm pretty sure... The, the, the parents themselves, I mean... Basically, l- look at your mum and dad. Um, if you look at your mum and dad and you think, OK, how did my dad actually achieve getting with my mum? Right? Nothing Freudian here, just just purely... Nothing Freudian. Well, I'll take example from my parents. Um, The whole story of how they got together. When they first sort of knew about each other, um, my mum was going out with my dad's sort of best mate called Steve, funnily enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no relation. No relation. <laughs> the theme we've been singing about. No, definitely not. But, um, 
it, it was it was the fact that yeah they they didn't well my dad didn't really have an opinion on my mum and my mum didn't really like my dad because he didn't really talk to her that much he was sort of more with his crew of friends and that and um obviously because his best mate best mate was going out with my mum at the time he was then sent away because his parents moved so he asked my dad to look after my mum and really? that's sort of where things quite came, interesting, came actually. together actually and um, so he started to look after my mum and sort of got with her I mean he, he started to date her just before Steve left actually it was sort of a, a slight in between period of where she was sort of not intimately being with each person but sort of dating each person I mean but that's the thing it's um, basically what you do when you're young really well it? yeah because you've got to think the, the whole process of dating is that if, if you're putting all your effort into dating one girl and it doesn't work out then you're kind of fucked so mm-hmm. if she's dating more than one person then if one person fails she's still got the other people to carry on to see if that goes anywhere it's, it's definitely a game plan like it's well yeah because if basically if, if you go with lots of women and then you can find the woman that's right for you out of those lots of women because obviously some would naturally fall away to the wayside be it if your personalities don't really match up or lack of same interests commonalities so it was sort of a time period where those two sort of going out with each other sort of dates kind of thing and then Steve had to go away dad started looking after my mum but what was interesting is that uh, a year or so later, Steve calls uh, my mum and my dad answers the phone. Oh, and oh, he answers the phone and he, hears, and he says, hello. And he heard Steve's voice and he hangs up the phone straight away. <laughs> my mum told me all this because um, my dad suffers from uh, clinical depression much like my older brother and myself and she was telling me all this because recently she's actually uh, talked to Steve again sort of seeing how he's gone with his life well he he contacted her through Friends Reunited fucking websites isn't it (laughs) Didn't mean the promotion, but yeah, <laughs> friendsreunited.co.uk. Yeah, I'm sure we'll cut that out. Um, but yeah, God, <laughs> they, I, 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 they started what? talking there. Yeah, and a couple of years we'll be on that site. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, I still probably won't be. Yeah, no. but I'm pr- actually with Facebook, you don't really need Friends Reunited because everyone's like on Facebook. Well, yeah, I think Friends Reunited is just for old people to get back together when they and didn't have that network add Facebook and, and then get off friends reunited because why would you need to pay to talk to your old mates oh my that's, god that's just silly that's, that's, that's a soundbite right there <laughs> 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 well in the show trailer should put that shit man yeah, have you had a yeah. podcast 
podcast. Yeah. We can actually tell this is a podcast. Oh, that's quite jokes. Because <laughs> it's free, and who cares if people hear what we're saying, because it's the truth. It's the truth, motherfucker. Do you know why? Because we're young. We, we can see the we can see the world for what it really is mm-hmm. until the world corrupts us. But yes, that's another question. Yeah, but back to the PUA. Um, yeah. Anyway. Basically, PUA. Me and Richard came across a couple years or well, a year ago, roughly a year ago, two years ago. Well, you you came across uh, PUA first. Yeah. And R- then Richard's one of these guys. When he gets it into his head, it's his own thing, and because he's very um, he's he's very. F- he thinks everything well out, well thought out in his head. So yes, no, I, I, I just overanalyze and put fuckloads of metaphors, <laughs> shit that doesn't really need metaphor in. But <laughs> <laughs> if you, if we can find the metaphor, then it proves that it works. Definitely, man. To be honest, <laughs> but yeah, PUA it basically means pickle ice, and what that is, it's not picking up as in. You know, just just randomly sleep with people. It's more about connecting with people because a lot of people don't know how to connect that well. That makes sense. No, I completely agree. It's it's especially when you're learning pick up. Yeah, you're not you're not picking up girls. <laughs> you're not picking up. I've, I think one of the first you're picking things yourself up, mate. Like after well, yeah, it's it's, it's more about yourself. It's becoming the best version of you because obviously if you're going into any interaction be it with a guy girl business partnership anything the problem always comes that you think oh if i just be myself it'll work out Mm. but obviously yourself hasn't been working out for all those years (laughs) where you've been fucking up and not been getting with the girls or getting the right job opportunities or anything that is fucked up in your life so <laughs> the whole process of the pickup artist is to learn how to become the best version of yourself to then be able to talk to people because when, when you think about it everything you do is a skill like waking up discipline is a skill um, it is it is a skill I, I'm not really disciplined in, in waking up but anyway but like even, even social stuff it's a skill and it's basically just developing like skills just to better yourself as a whole it's not about like one thing because like if you're happy if, you, if you're happy in one part of your life like other parts uh, of yeah, your life it's, it's a positive it's a positive like reaction which creates other positive like opportunities and stuff like that but yes there, there's there's going into metaphor time <laughs> there's there's a whole genetic not I wouldn't say genetic but there's uh, there's a whole thing in society where we've got the idea of um, career women they're, they're purely out for their career they don't want uh, a family or a relationship or children and it's only later when they're in their 30s, mid-30s, that they start wanting to have children and that, because they're all focused on their career. So, so we'll close this door from that. That proves that um, they weren't happy in their relationships and such beforehand. So they were purely focusing on their career, thought they were happy in that extent and it's only later in life they try and go sustain the relationship but if they've not had the practice over those years 
then they'll end up normally with a dickhead mm, yeah. and a jerk who'll divorce them. But yeah, um, basically, that, that's PUA. And um, now me and Richard are going to tell you a little bit about ourselves. Basically, we started off uh, going up to a certain part of town, where we're from, and um, we just went, literally went up there every every Saturday, Friday, for for about four weeks, because obviously we've got our own stuff to get on with. Richard works, I go uni. And yeah, we've been trying to hone our skills. Richard's showing, showing a lot of progress, whereas I still need to up my game a bit. But well, like I said, um, you knew about the game before me, but I actually started practicing the game before you. Yeah, definitely. Because Basically, it was all in my head, and he took it into the realm of actually action. taking infield. Yeah, exactly, infield means going into into a, a situation and using those skills a real life situation but yes whereas I, I think me and Richard were talking about our natural game how we we had good natural game but it, it was very raw yeah, it it was is, yeah it's, it's tweaking your natural game the, the whole process of a master pickup artist in essence is just purely having yourself and then making it the best form of yourself. Like I said before, it's just taking the skills that you need from the pickup community and then adding it to yourself and making mm. it a part of yourself. Because when you look at it, when you're, say, when you're 60 or 50, you're going to want to look back to a time where you were like, yeah, I was, I, was, I, reached, I, I was trying to reach the pinnacle of my life type thing. You, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't want to live your whole life in kind of like mediocrity, mediocrity is that mm. the word? Because you, you definitely want to reach your prime, and, and I'm pretty sure, like, like, it's like, pick a wise, it's like... Yeah, if you're on your deathbed, you know, and you yeah. get, and you're about to die, and you see your life flash before it, and you, you don't just, want it to and, be and boring. All <laughs> and all you see is the PC screen, uh, yeah. like, or, or all you see is TV sh- episodes, then something's definitely Basically, wrong. that, yeah... <laughs> And that that life's been wasted. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we were all put on the earth to, well, we were all born or whatever to make use of it type thing. And um, what was I going to say? Um, I, had, I had a metaphor. I love you. You like this, but I like it. But um, you know, like working out, yeah. physically working out to get to your physical peak, like like working on your PUA skills or social skills. It's the same thing I, for your inner 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 self rather than your outer self. Like achieving like. Inner buffness, as in inner, inner. Yeah, if if you got that confidence within yourself about yourself, then other people that are naturally quite anxious or pretty much the every everyday Joe instantly becomes attracted to you because Mm -hmm. confident people become the leaders, and everyone's attracted to the leader because Mm -hmm. they they need guidance. They need to know where they're going. And pretty much everyone can be a leader because, like, you just need to know yourself, that thing. Mm. You just need mm. to know what you're about and stuff, stuff like that. But, yes, that went a bit too deep. <laughs> it went well deep. But, um, but, yeah, apart from PUA and stuff, what else are we interested in, man? Oh, well, if we was to go into vast hobbies, uh, I don't think the recording will have that kind <laughs> of length. Um... <laughs> Me personally, I I vary uh, various interests, especially in the realms of um, magic, like street magic. Um, that's linked in with hypnosis, 
NLP and quite a lot of intercalating ideas of applied psychology through the mm. use of mentalism and that to form tricks to make it look like I'm reading your mind or something <laughs> like that. Um, which it is, in essence, bullshit. But, <laughs> but, but well-crafted bullshit. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if I could deliver a cold reading to someone and it affects them so much that it could change their life yeah. or make R- them Richard think Cole, I remember once in, uh, in secondary school, he told me about a photo once. I was like, it was literally a photo I found ages ago. And he was like, when we were in the cafeteria, he was like, Neil, I, I foresee you finding something really old. Uh, possibly a photo and I was like bro how did you do that but literally it was just what, what, cold reading isn't it yeah it's, like, it's cold reading just ge- general facts or whatever yeah it's, it's, it's generalisation that um, if you're if you're in your house especially if you're still living with your parents which we were since we were in secondary school yeah. you generally find old stuff back from when they were either children or weren't from their grandparents and, um, yeah, so you're bound to find old photos or, um, it's, it's that whole thing. So like every, if you describe someone's personality, you'd say, okay, you portray yourself to be a very confident, a very outgoing type person, but you know inside that there's a lot of deep insecurities. You, you're not... Everything you do is putting on the front a hard case to the inner soft side mm. of yourself. And that's true of everyone because everyone puts on a certain front when they go mm. out. Definitely. So, <laughs> literally, it could be really meaningful and deep to that person. Like, he's really seeing inside me. He's, he's like, penetrating mm. my soul from his eyes. But... Mm. It's because it, this, it's true for everyone. True for everyone. But you, you being your egocentric self, where you you focus solely on yourself, you'd think, oh, "Wow, how does he, how does he know that?" Yeah, thing? yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's human megalomania, really. Um, to think that the world sort of changes because around of yeah. changes around you because of you thinking that you're that much more important than what you really are. It's, it's the whole basis of coincidence. People always say, like, oh, it's too much to be a coincidence. Mm. So it's bullshit, it's a coincidence, mm. because coincidences happen all the fucking time. It's the whole basis that, oh, that was one in a million. Yeah, but one in a million, especially since there could be billions of mm. options yeah 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 happens a lot <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna, do the math we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna clap on that one <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah um yeah man well basically we're gonna apo- we're gonna we're gonna issue an apology to Steve quickly yeah uh, <laughs> sorry Steve me <laughs> can you do that Steve <laughs> oh shit <laughs> why don't you speak man oh shit that's right I turned you off <laughs> oh man if, if, you, if, if you're one of the smarter ones out there you know exactly what we're talking about just, just oh. think, of, think of this noise and think of speech 
if, if you could put that together, you're, you're the next Einstein, man. Serious. <laughs> or at least he was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, as you can tell, we, we, we're very easily amused. Routine-wise. <laughs> um, a good basic one, opinion opener. Now, that sounds interesting. <laughs> now, in... Oh, oh, yes. It does sound interesting, doesn't it? Well, you see, everyone likes to be asked their opinion because everyone likes to feel like their opinion matters, even though we all know it, it doesn't. Does. <laughs> especially when it comes to women. And especially... Because, although, you know, women talk a lot, especially in conversations, and they generally are... Oh, so if you've ever gone out with someone, if if you ever go out with someone, they, you always get to the point in the relationship where they say, "Talk to me. Why why aren't you talking to me?" This, that, and the other. It's mm. because they want that sort of interaction with you. They they want to talk because women just can't help but talk, talk, talk. Fuck me, talk. To me. Mm-hmm. So asking their opinion allows you to. Say a question, allow them to jabber, jabber, jabber on. (laughs) (laughs) Jabber, jabber, you know. And then the whole point of the routine is that you're able to know them from them jabbering Mm. to say the next thing, to Mm. transition, and to keep it going, to keep the conversation going. So basically, the opener is the gateway to the jabber. Jabber, jabber. It's it's like the gateway to a conversation. She can rap, bap, 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 an opinion opener is basically where you ask someone's opinion. Like, for example, say I was person A and Richard was person B. Person A is going to start an opinion opener. We're in a bar, sitting in a bar. I'm sitting, you're sitting down. No, no, you're, you're at the bar and I'm a passerby. Yeah. I walk by. Walk past them, over the shoulder. Oh, excuse me, can I ask your opinion on something, please? First of all, there was, there was a mistake there. Excuse me, that, that is a... Um, excuse me, you, sh- you should never apologise for who you are or for getting their attention. I'm sorry, man. Never apologise. <laughs> never apologise. Right, right, so um, best way to open up any opinion um, opener is always, like, hey, guys... Can I quickly get your take on something? Or key, key point, high energy. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, you've got to be really high. It's, it's, if you think about it, actors put on a performance, mm. and if you haven't got the inner confidence to just approach anyone, then it's good to act mm. like you're confident. And you would appear confident because you're acting. Mm. <laughs> if, you, if you take, for example, Owen Wilson, <coughs> I'm pretty sure he was suicidal, and um, he was making those funny comedies, so it shows how you can put a performance and make everyone believe that performance. Yeah, yeah, that's just yeah. Kind of a bit of info. That, that's that's very good. No, that's very true. But this that's is this, right, so. How about Richard B. Person A? Okay, okay. <coughs> right. Right. Same setting, same situation. Walk past over the shoulder. Can I quickly get your opinion on something? Oh yeah, sure, mate. Come. First of all, I made a mistake there because one thing you shouldn't try. Apologise. Was it? No, no, no. It's it's not about apologising. It's the second part. You should never ask a closed question. So, can I get your opinion? Something saying, "Can I get?" is a close is already a closed question. 
Because mm. they're going to say yes or no. If they say no, end of conversation. So what, really. why is that open? So the, so the best thing is to go, can I quickly get your take on something? Or, hey, you seem cool, can I get your take on something? Again, that's, that's sort of same. But it is closed. It is, it is sort of closed, but by complimenting... Say that. Oh, you seem like you know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, there, there's something to go off. Right? That's something for them to go on to because yeah, yeah. so, so they're more interested in what you've got you to would, say. You wouldn't really say, uh, say it again. Oh, you guys seem cool. I wonder if you can help me out. Sure. That, that's another thing. If if you say, can you help me out? Everyone feels like they want to be nice. Yeah. So, because most people, apart from Joseph Fretzel. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of being a brought up to be nice and polite. Um, <laughs> so they, they'll generally sure al- almost everyone will say yes to that because unless they're real prick, <laughs> which yeah, you could get a bitch response, but mm. a, a bitch response can easily be null invited because if you say, "Oh, you seem like cool people," mm-hmm. if they yeah, and ask for their yeah, opinion. If, if, they, then if they do if that, they say no. Nah, they just like. Well, it's. I'd say if if they're cool people, then almost all people, because it's something positive about themselves, they would completely agree to say yes. If you're saying, um, "Can you help me out with something?" and they say no, or if you say like, "Oh, you seem like the right people to ask." Hmm. And then yeah, give yeah, them, yeah. like, ask for their opinion on something. Then, if they say no, you can simply go, oh, no, maybe you're, you're not the right person to ask. Yeah. So you're putting, yeah. the, you're putting the fault onto them. Yeah, and therefore they will then chase you, because that's breaking down the bitch response. Anyway. The first bit of that is really good. The, maybe you're the right people to ask. Yeah. It allows you a little bit of room to play off that as well. Yeah, that. yeah. From then, can I get your opinion? No. Okay, because that's all you can really say, isn't it? Yeah. But if you go, you're the right people to ask. It's kind of like a little hook. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's a hook for them to then want to carry on the conversation, even and, and even though they initially stopped the conversation. And, and it's a hook for you as well because you can use the same phrase. Oh, maybe you're not because it's kind of like it's like a it's like a tool you can use as well to. Yeah, close, it's, it's sort of being able to neg them down a bit. So, if you're saying... Uh, uh, always the best one. If it's going up to a group of girls and ask for their opinion about what girls know best relationships. <laughs> or, or at makeup. least those situations of where relationships come about. So, if I was to ask someone... Hey guys, um, I was wondering if you can help me out. You seem like the right people to ask. Being a man, I'm not an expert of these things or duly qualified to uh, talk on these matters, but being such cool girls, I'd, I'd assume that you'd uh, know quite a lot about this. And then ask the opinion. What, whatever opinion you want, to find out it could be a genuine opinion you want to find out because 
we always want to find out shit like mm. where's Definitely. the best place to buy and clothes it's for always guys. Best if you ask something you're generally interested in yeah it's, it's because the more genuine you are because the, the whole point about pickup is Be being being yourself Be- the best version of the yourself the best uh, version of yourself so and plus in it like, you don't want to lie either yeah but isn't isn't it yeah for open conversation like you know how people have their own style or style or whatever mm. you can work these elements into your own style like like i'm, oh, pre- yeah. I'm pretty sure how you start a conversation doesn't def- define you as a person no obviously no, and so openers are a good tool to you know. o- openers as well is probably the only time in the start for meeting the person to be either getting with them into a relationship or anything that whatever you say does not matter yeah. one fucking bit you, you could quite literally almost lie for you too <laughs> I, I, I could say I've got a mate that's came down to London recently and he came down and he moved in with his girlfriend but after two months they've both realised that they're more friends but now he's stuck being in the relationship with her in the fact that they are living together but obviously not being with each other Mm. so now he wants to go back into the field he wants to get with a few girls but of course he's living with his ex-girlfriend so would that be deep or would it be right for him to bring back girls if he's ex although now friends would that still be right and that's that's a pretty good yeah. opinion because and, and plus not only is it a good opinion opener it's generally interesting because even if it is BS you'd love you'd want to hear what the, like yeah. it's, it's an interesting it's, like, it's basically argue, it's, like, what, discussion. it's the basis of what most soap operas are Oh, coming around because calm down you did, I just realised because <laughs> no because everybody the whole soap opera is based on people extreme versions of people's lives so mm. by giving an extreme example such like you know friends come down they split up they can't move out but they still want to date mm. there, there's that whole social awkwardness and if you talk about social awkwardness in a way that you're confident mm. then it's a great way yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like if you demonstrate uh, it's it's come down to demonstration of higher value now because if you demonstrate that although you're confident but you, you still have that deep side that social awkwardness sort of sort of suggests <laughs> that okay like oh, I don't really want you to hurt my feelings or yeah. that I've got deep feelings or I'm really intelligent. Also, so all kinds it, of it, things. It, add, it adds so. another, like, layer to your, like, personality. Yeah, you're not a 2D, yeah, like, um, happy-going... Yeah, isn't it? Like, like a, a, a very see-through person, like someone who, like, what's it, um... Of what you see is what you get type thing. Yeah. Because it's better to... I, I find... Anyway, I find most... The, the most interesting people have, like, layers to them. They have, like, different sides. Oh, yeah. Like, like obviously, everyone has a different side, but, like... I don't know. Like, in a, even in, like when you first meet someone, if they seem like they have, like, different sides, it's much more interesting. I, I, I seem to find it's... When you have a conversation with someone and they... You get onto a topic where they talk about themselves in a way that like you can't really believe that that is actually part of them so 
if, for example, if I'm being really confident, being really happy, confident, um, sort of all, all the right kind of features to attract mm. girls, then I then get on to a conversation about um, times like requiring or move, movies that like really affected us. And if I'm being all happy and confident, but then still able to talk in a happy, confident way about crying mm. <laughs> to um, the the end of Titanic or something like that, that clicks a switch in most girls' brains as like this yes. guy is deep, but he's, he's <laughs> yeah, he's sensitive, <laughs> but he's not um, a neek. He's not someone that's really oh, needy. No, mate, yes, oh, yeah, so it's not like it's not like. Oh, he's like, oh, because there's two different ways, like, oh, mate, oh, it's, it's kind of like s- subtext. It's like when you read, mm. it's, it's like two, d- oh, if I can only explain it in an example, like, say someone who's like really upset and really depressed saying, mm. oh, yeah, man, I cried at Bambi. Like, the, 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 you, could, you could believe that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you liked it. <laughs> no, but, but like, it's like, you can read that and the subtext is, this guy's unhappy. Therefore, when he wants a sad film, he cries. But whereas, if, if it was a happy, confident person, like, oh man, you never guess what, bro? I did. I cried at Bambi, and then they'd be like, really? <laughs> but and, and it's like, it's, wait, wait, you see, there's first the element of like surprise, like, oh really? Yeah, yeah. And then it goes on to just like, oh no, I can see what you mean because it's the whole loss of that mother figure, it's like, and and, it's, and, it, and it's, it's, it's interpreted as he's. Well, it's interpreted as like he's 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 pretty normal and and cool, but he's got a softer side kind of thing. And he's also got the confidence to talk about, about his it. feelings. Oh yeah. And most men, I'm sorry guys, uh, but we're logical thinkers. And mm. this is one of my <coughs> social theories about men and women, <coughs> because men we only think and talk and solve problems. Because that's generally how our mindset is worked to solve problems for hunting, mm. gathering, stuff like that. Primeval shit. To solve problems in a logical manner. Women don't think in a logical sense really? when it comes to a relationship or interaction between men and women in a, any kind of yes. sexual kind of way. They, they think purely in emotional terms, which can be very illogical. So, great, great example is mothers and daughters. Mothers and daughters, they don't get on. What, they can't hear us for shit? You can hear from upstairs a little bit. Really? Yeah, well, sometimes, because it's really quiet and the roof's made of wood, in it? <laughs> You need to get a new fucking garage, or at least do the shit one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just, just, just normal level. Isn't it? Anyway, so this is our bad thing. habits of smoking, <sighs> not joints. <coughs> no. But yeah, my side. I didn't mean to cut you off. What you said. <coughs> but yeah, they. Most mothers and daughters, they have arguments because they're both talking. In, uh, e- from an emotional basis and it's all coming from emotions so this is why if, if you ever have a 
a girlfriend or a friend that's a girl and they've just had an argument with their mums. And you say, okay. And you find mm. out, oh, what was the start of the argument? And just like, oh, was, my mum just started complaining or just said to me, why can't you do the dishes? And something so simple like that can create a big argument. Purely, and it's very illogical. I, most guys are just like, yeah, that that's just stupid. <laughs> but they can have deep-seated emotions because they're not talking about the washing up. Mm. They're talking about... For real. Um, they're, they're, yeah, mm. it, they're, they're not talking about the washing up. They're talking about... Well, in a sense, the mother is talking to the daughter saying, you're not doing anything to help me. And the daughter is so offended that they think their mum is... Um, Targeting, targeting them yeah. and sort of bullying them. It in is. A, in and, sense. and really, when you look at it logically, it, it is, it is. Can you? What would you say? Can you do the dishes? Mm. Yeah, it's like can you do this as in the dishes need to be washed? But really, like the way it's probably emotionally <coughs> interpreted as in why do I have to do the dishes or something like that? Yeah, well, I don't know. Rich is the expert on this, or it's his theory. I'm not hot <laughs> on this. No, it's emotional. Conception is it's always I think before any if you go through a routine always think about what is the most likely thing a woman would actually say because their first response is always going to be because women can obviously think logical otherwise yeah obviously <laughs> obviously <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying like oh the, these women are just oh, <laughs> trying to walk out of the second floor story because the logic of not <laughs> opening a door or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. we're, they, not, we're not misogynist at all. No, we're not chauvinistic. <laughs> this is just but a theory. It's it's again like I say, it's only when it comes to emotional things like relationship talk that this emotional conversation happens in their mind I've, I've had many arguments with um, my friend Tiff because she's talking from an emotional basis mm. and I'm talking logically and um, if you stand your ground on the basis of logic you can win the argument I know it's very rare for a man to be able to say that, that they win arguments against girls in terms of that way but it is possible fellas <laughs> but you gotta have strong confidence and strong conviction that you are right. Believe in what you're saying. Yeah. And believe in what you're thinking. Because in the end, they'll give up and then slowly realise, oh yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah, it was. If, if you're right, if you're right, that is. <laughs> yeah. Well, most of the time, if if you're a decent guy, and you can generally pick up on the subtleties of mm. what the other person is wanting from that interaction because whenever someone starts a conversation there's there's the whole process of you're asking you're pretty much asking someone I need your attention because I need your help with something mm. so I, I need to get this I need to get to a certain point be it like I need money if you if you need to ask for a, a pay rise so when you go up to your boss, you're not just going to straight away say, I need a pay rise. 
there, there's a whole process of where you're building up to that. Mm. And you've got to flip certain switches. Yeah, you've got to flip certain witches, switches. Switches? Switches. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that will hopefully try and get them to suggest it rather than you. Because mm. that's which obviously leads, a lot more powerful. Which leads us on the seeding. <laughs> seeding. The planting of ideas. The planting of ideas, yeah. I mean, if... If you want to get a phone number from a girl that you've just met on the street or something, then you sort of, when you start off the conversation, you want to be in the position where you've got better things to do than to be talking to this girl. Even though you start the conversation, it's got to be that you've got better things to do, basically. It, and that's got to be very true. It's like you literally got to be almost on your way to somewhere. Like you, you got to be able to go. Look, I just really need to go right now. You got to have that mentality. Time constraint. It's the whole time constraint. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if you're tuning into this, you would probably be sort of familiar with what a time constraint is. No, it's not it. Time constraint is basically. You should set out a time constraint from the very beginning, saying like, "Hey, I was wondering if I can get your quick opinion on something. I mean, I can't stay long because I'm just about to meet my friend, and it's why I need your advice. Can I?" And then get whatever opinion you want, and then throughout the conversation, you, you got to look like you want to sort of leave, and you know, you've had conversations with mm. boring people and plus, where you know what. I hate when people sit down next to you and you're like, oh, this person, who is he? And he ain't going to go away. Because I'm pretty sure I've had conversations like that. I'm pretty sure you have as well. But people sit down and they're like, oh, and it's like they're there to stay and you're, they're not really wel- yeah. welcoming because you didn't welcome them in. So like, if, if you feel like they're going to go, you're going to be like, okay, this is important. And you want to talk, talk like... Yeah, I mean, if, if you feel like they're going to go at any point, then you don't have that pressure of just like when is this person going to go yeah, yeah. if you tell them that you need to go in a bit then even if that bit is in a couple of hours it wouldn't seem like a couple of hours because <laughs> the initial it's the initial it's oh. the whole especially when it comes to women women have the unusual attraction to something that's more powerful than them physically Mm. Because, as you know, most know that most men are physically naturally stronger than women. So it's quite scary to be yeah. attracted to something that's stronger than you. So, you, you got so they need to have lots of defences to prevent the dickheads from the... Yeah, <laughs> from, from the normal, decent people. Mm. But sometimes normal, decent people don't know how to convey they're not decent. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> the problem. Um... Because there's three types of guys. Naturals, jerks, nice guys. (laughs) And what you want to do, being a nice guy, is be able to become a natural using the techniques of the jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Which is which is in in a dumbed down version is basically what PUA kind of philosophy is but you know you're being that bad boy without being the dickhead <laughs> it's kind of like the best of yeah the alpha confidence of like joking about teasing her but then also being a decent guy and being yeah. true to yourself mm. yeah man this podcast has officially almost run over two hours and honestly it's felt like ten minutes 
<laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, should we should we wrap this up or got more to say? Okay. Well, I think the last thing that I'll say right now is that if you want to get with a girl and you're thinking oh this girl is perfect for me get with more girls Mm. get with more girls trust me because having attraction just purely attraction for one girl is a limiting belief and being a man, being a true man, you got to know. I mean, it's, it's, it's the whole, there's plenty of fish in the sea, which most of us find is bollocks that is told to us mm. after a, a breakup, a very break painful breakup. There's plenty of fish in the sea, but unfortunately, it's very true because <laughs> most people wouldn't say that unless it's very true. If you and are again, so, and again, when people say that, they're looking from a logical point of view, where you're yeah. looking at it from an emotional point of view. Yeah, because you're in that extreme emotions. It, again, guys can talk from an emotional point of view. You just got to be able. It's that whole thing about getting in touch with your feminine side. It's not getting it's not in touch with your feminine all, side. Just it's get in touch with your feelings, your emotional sides, and it's being able to portray that in a strong, confident way. Being a man. Mm. It's being a man. <laughs> and another important thing is like passionate and belief in what you're saying because that that no conviction. Matter, I mean, bad example, but Hitler. I mean, he like he had some like views, but obviously he was very passionate about what he was thinking. Yeah, and it was because of his passion that he was able to lead pe- normal people, normal yeah. soldiers yeah. that didn't have his ideology. To go into war and to commit acts that mm. were war, far beyond war with the whole world, in fact. Yeah, it's it's it comes down to that whole um, psychological test uh, theory that they did, where a guy in a suit gave someone orders to electrocute someone, even to dangerous levels, and they mm. still did it because it was someone of authority yeah. that was telling them to do it. So what you want to be, being a pick-up artist, is that you want to become that authority. Yeah. You by want the, by to the way, become the leader. We, we are not condoning Hitler at all. We, no. We despise no. Hitler. No, he was a prick. But the the methods, the the same la- leadership qualities, that, that's why people of that time liked him. Mm-hmm. Because they, they only saw him as the leader that would get them out of the troubles that they were told mm. were caused by other groups of people and if, if you used to take that metaphor even further you could say that the the Jews um, he made the Jews out to be all this like bad evil and that so if you was to become that leader, that alpha confident, mm. you want to sort of make all the other guys in that pub or where in the in the group that the women are attached with, like if it's their friends and that, you want to make them out to be lower than you, and that's a form of a mogging. Mm. Becoming the alpha male. The but group. in a in a pl- in a playful and yeah, in and fun tactical way. Not in yeah, a- because you you don't again. It's the whole process of not c- 
coming off as a dickhead. Mm. Obviously, you're not just going to say, oh, your mate's there. Your mate there. He's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> that won't get you anyway, will it? <laughs> Think about it. It's, it's all logical. <laughs> it's not emotional. It's logical. <laughs> logical basis there, because... Okay. Great thing. A mortgage, right? Most guys, if they're naturally confident within themselves, the the jerks that seem to get the girls that you can't believe. Why? Why are they getting mm. with them? Why? Mm. Why? I'm I'm a nice guy. They always go for the dickheads that yeah. mistreat them, that cheat on them, that use and abuse them, and then leave them. And then you end up picking the pieces, being mm. the, the friend. The friend, the friend zone, the friend, oh. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, it burns, man. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. But the thing is, like, what, one, when a lady says one thing, yeah, it always, like, means another. It's, it, not not always, but, you know, when people say, oh, I really want a nice guy, blah, blah, blah. They, do, they don't really mean it's, that. It's a, it, they, they do, but in a, in a different way. Not like, oh, I love you, blah, 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 because that's, like, needy. So like, no one wants to be, like... Yeah, around a, a needy person. Look, look at any any romantic movie. The guys representing that are never chasing the girl, being mm. all needy, saying like, "I love you. I can I can't. I want to spend the rest of my life with you." Mm. They they're true to themselves. They seduce the women by showing them something that no other man has ever. Showing them, and that's what you got to be. Um, you got to be the exception to the rule. Mm. All the other guys have got to seem like pretty much average, average Joes, and you got to be the special jewel. You're the thing that every woman wants. That's the mindset that you got to have. That's you why you got to be different from everybody mm. else. And plus, you got to have got to have the skills to put that across. Like you got to think that, and then put the skills. Yeah, well, the, I, I think if. If you actually have the mindset and the confidence in yourself, saying like everyone, every girl wants to be with me. If you generally and truly believe every girl wants to be with me, I can get any girl that I want. Then it will come out when you're naturally talking to them that oh, the, this is someone a bit different. This. Because if you're naturally confident, again, it comes down to confidence. If you if you got internal confidence in yourself, who you are as a person, then people are naturally drawn to that, mm. and that is half the battle. Mm. Half the battle. Because then all you need to do is just show that you're a good guy, and then add some spikes of attraction, mm. and, and then you got them. I'm pretty sure when. when you've been out or when I've been out definitely like the most fun person is the most like funny outspoken confident person Cause, yeah because you like the the what do you call it you, you got to be the life and soul of the yeah, party yeah the life because the they, they always they, they make everyone feel good like, like yeah, especially when you have yes, them yes it's about if you go out looking solely for girls you you'll fail, never get girls fail. so that that's why we say you got to go out and have a good time. A, an actual motive to do something because, say, if you're checking out one girl, you you've already lost the game because, mm. okay, that girl may not be seeing you check out all the other girls, but all the other girls that's looking at you, 
are seeing you focus all your attention on this one person and then that's automatically disqualified you. So you you may be focusing purely on this one person, but that's disqualified all the other girls in the room. So you've lost. So you, being the life and soul of the party, if you've got something better us to do, they, they want to have a good time. Mm. So they would want to come up and chat to you. Mm. And that's the thing, if you can get girls to come to you, Rather than you going up to the yeah. girls, I think that's that's the true sign of a master, really. Definitely, man. Especially like I'm, uh, I'm gonna go back to my examples. Like I've been out with uh, f- a few friends of mine, and like they all like meet Richard knows who I'm on about, but yeah. mm. and like they're usually like the fun type of people, and like everyone is not not attracted as in like like physically, but they're like attracted to the energy of like someone who's happy and like someone's having fun. And someone who's confident, obviously. Mm. But yeah, man. It's because they they know what they're talking about, and even if they don't know what they're talking about, then that's not interesting to them, so they dismiss it and move on to something else. So the attention's always then back onto them. Mm. So if, even if you're in an interaction and you've got so- someone that says something and... You can't really roll with it. There's nothing you can really talk about that. Mm. Ignore it and mm. continue. Definitely. Ignore and continue because that's also the best way to mock that person. Then everyone sort of sees, oh, he's little social stint fouled. Mm. Carry on the conversation of mm. what we were chatting about. Yeah, if you do have something to say about it, briefly talk about it, and then again, not necessarily related back to you. Because uh, no one likes someone that just talks about Oh yeah, no no one likes like no. oh yeah that's that happened to me Wait, once. Yeah, and then, yeah. uh, it's oh, <laughs> you just go oh, work with it, talk to them about it. That that would be really cool because God, that's really going slow now, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's a long, long, long. Fuck me. <laughs> um, yeah, we should probably wrap, wrap, this up. wrap this up. Two hours is a good... <laughs> it's a feature-length film, man. Feature, yeah, this is a special broadcast, <laughs> being the first one. You know one. what, I think we should ha- do one every, every so often. So yeah. Like we just chronicle yeah. shit. Um, hell, we, we can put this on Facebook and put this on my little page group. I, I'd rather not. <laughs> but, but <laughs> I, I'd think this, that actually be quite jokes, because... There's only one other person that will listen to this, I'm sure. And and he'll fucking laugh. Laugh so much. And he'll probably learn a few things. Or just find it incredibly entertaining. (laughs) And that takes something good from it. Yeah. But, well, right. What's your your alias? I think this is a good time to get your alias, bro. My alias, my alias. I've I've actually uh, thought about uh, an alias already and I've chosen one and yes what is it it's it's Gambit there is a Gambit already isn't there isn't no. there no no you know what I think yeah Gambit's good but I, I like to do it the old fashioned way and have my wingman name me if it's a good name that is okay okay oh because nah. I'm, I'm I don't know with the PO stuff I haven't really got that fire yet myself <laughs> 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 fire in the soul <laughs> Fire on the soul. Um, now, when, when it comes to 
in essence, I, I think you've got to sort of more look to your own personality. That, mm. That's why I went with Gambit, because I'm... It's, when it comes to pick-up, I put myself as the Gambit. I put myself as the risky bet. Mm. So I love that. I love I'm, that <laughs> I'm putting myself out there for my mates to then learn from. So if I fuck up, and if I do things fucked up, then at least they can learn from that mistake. <laughs> so I'm putting myself to the risk rather than so, so letting them die <laughs> from it. So this is this is a gambit, right? Yeah, gambit. gambit. Oh man, I'm gonna come up with my, my name right I, now. And I, uh, well, unless okay. you have one. No, no, go no, for it. No, go on, if you have one. Well, what, do you, what do you think? And then I'll see if I agree. I was going to call myself Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> As in, there, but not quite there. <laughs> Just a reflection on my on my pers- persona. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I think a few of the things that came up for me were probably Snorlax. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that, 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 oh, that sort of geez. says what he's been doing most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> but that's like, what a couple months of my life, <laughs> couple of years of your life. You didn't see the face you just made. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was the. Are you fucking kidding me, face? <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm gonna stick with ghost. Um, yeah, yeah, ghost. ghost. Do you like ghost. it, ghost? I, I quite like it because. Yeah, you, you can then abstract other metaphors from that. So you can go, like a ghost, you can go in and out of different sets. Mm-hmm. And um, was it... Um, Probably more poltergeist. No, 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 I hate poltergeist. I like the evil spirits. Yeah, but it, being able to physically change something, so you're sort of altering each set in, as you move. In- incubus, bro. Incubus. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so wrong. If you, if you know the... Qu- the meanings of, of uh, <laughs> sort of like a male version of suck yeah, bus, isn't it? Nah, that's that's, that's not me. I'll stick with ghosts. So is it ghost and gambit? Ghost and gambit. Oh shit! It's got a little little alliteration <laughs> to it. Ghost and gambit. What's uh, yeah, who, oh. There's no one else, is there? Um, for my protege, Mister. I'm pretty sure you have the name of your protege. No. Mr. Connor. Um, no, I, I would I would make an abbreviation of his surname, but I'm, I'm, no, I'm, unfortunately, no, um, quite a few of his... Raccoon. No? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> unfortunately, there's quite a few people he knows and I know that are called... What I initially thought to call him. What's that? Um, Fitzy. What? Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. With, with him, I'll come back to it. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the the moment I see him again, and just, uh, it, it'll, it'll come it'll to click, me. It'll, it'll come to me. So... I, I don't well, like like again. I actually thought about my alias for a little while before actually coming up with it. So ho- hopefully, either Connor and you can truly sort of get to self-analyze yourself to the point where you think, yeah, that kind of alias really sort of mm. 
has a true representation of what my game is about. I, th- I think Ghost is definitely my game, man. It's, it's, it's very subtle and it's, it's, it's almost transparent, I'd like to think. Not anymore, but back, <laughs> back in the day it was very transparent. I, I th- I, yeah, I mean, I think it's quite good to be an open and transparent guy so someone can see that you're being genuine straight away and being a ghost of that nature would be quite good. I like the name Ghost because it sounds kind of... Casper. <laughs> <laughs> the friendly ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, I want to listen back to this. That'd be funny. Um, well, yeah, man. Ghost and... Uh, Neil and Richard, man. Let's just... Nah. Until we add some weight to that name. Ghost and Gambit. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Are we, are we signing off for... Um, final thoughts? Okay, children. Gambit here talking to you. (laughs) My last thoughts for this little section for you today, here at 11 past one in the fucking morning. Sunday. Sunday. The 9th. 9th of... January. January 2011. <laughs> I, want, I, want to, I want to listen. I want to listen to this. I want to listen to. I want. Li- I want. Li- I want to listen back to this when I'm 25. <coughs> Three years time then. <laughs> I listen to this and think, yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> the oh yeah, this time when we were chatting shit about PUA stuff because oh, right, we didn't know shit. It is like oh fucking stupid cocky cunts. <laughs> or or we'd be like yeah, we knew a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah maybe. <laughs> so um, we'll find out for me in two years time. <laughs> um, anyway, about to say final thoughts. Get the the the, fi- the final thing I would say is, you become a man. He's pointed to the mic, which means it's it's to you, them. as in whoever's listening to this, become a man, be a man. I mean, I most people say like, oh, be a man, be a man. There's a difference between being a boy to being a man. A true man is confident within himself being able to be a leader to show and to demonstrate that he's worth the world basically he is the master and commander he has got he's the alpha male the alpha male that's what we want we want the alpha male alpha confidence something that is inside you that says this is the person who could be a celebrity, who could be the Prime Minister, so, someone that sort of has that status of being, this is a true man. He is manly. Manly qualities. Definitely. Become that. And the last word for our podcast is... Biatch! <laughs> Can you do that, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Steve. Be a man, Steve. <laughs>